Remember, as you're enjoying this fabulous podcast of the radio show, you can also get the Armstrong and Getty One More Thing podcast and Armstrong and Getty Extra Large, our long-form interviews, available via the iTunes podcast app and the iHeart app. What is the problem? People need to calm down, get a little less politically correct, and I would say, you know, Love everybody. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. This is a freak show. An intergalactic freak show. What do you make of that? It's about right. I keep telling my colleagues um, that this is the new normal. God help us all. Hold on a sec. I'm going to get me a beer. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. I've been doing this for 30 years. I give you America itself! This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From a Studio C, hey, senor. it's a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. Oh, hey, I'm looking up at uh, Kim's limo. He's got a pretty nice limo. He, he borrowed it. He rented it. Rented it from China. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that, that's a little too nice for a guy who doesn't have a good enough plane to fly somewhere. Yeah, he's got, got the insurance with it. He's got a 94 Corolla. That's what he usually drives. <laughs> um... You know, and we, we try not to traffic in uh, in uh, making fun of people's physical appearances ever. But, man, he's got one ch- chubby little arm he stuck out the window. Oh, oh boy. It looked like a two-year-old. You oh know how they got the really big wrists? Right. <laughs> looked like a little kid sticking his hand out the if window. If your forearms are overweight, you probably have a weight problem. <laughs> he's like a little baby. Right, not Mr. President. easy to gain weight in your wrists. Today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. In this corner standing six foot three, two hundred and forty pounds, making the Korean Peninsula great again, Donald J. Trump! <laughs> In this corner, the round mound of demilitarized ground, Kim Jong-un! <laughs> the summit, Jack. The summit is our general manager. And they actually talk tomorrow? Yeah, I don't they're half a day off. I'm well, confused. That's right. Yeah, right. Yeah. It is tomorrow. It is tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow is dawn in Weird, Vietnam. Man. Yeah. At the same time that Cohen's going to testify, and it just broke in the Wall Street Journal, that Cohen is going to uh, say the president has been committing crimes in office, which sounds very exciting until you see that it's about Stormy Daniels stuff, then it's not quite as exciting to me. <sighs> not sure that's going to have quite the political weight. There's a rumor of uh, racial bombs, though. He's really? going to review the president's or, or unveil or, or, or claim or make up. Uh, president's uh, racist statements through the years. I think this could be a hearing for the ages. Oh, I do, too. I do, too. Just because of the participants involved and and the tenor of things in the recent past. Well, yeah, he is a he's a strange ranger. And he's a guy who's rolled around in the filth of the semi-legal and illegal for a very long time. And he is going to be egged on as enthusiastically as they can muster by the Democrats on the committee. Well, right. And he's a fighter, I believe. You know, our favorite clip of all time, the what polls? How come? So, so. Yeah, I think you could get a lot of that right from him when the Republicans are grilling him. Oh, no. So, so. Uh, all so the it's going to be entertaining. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. 
All of <laughs> and your okay. question is? <laughs> I think there could be a lot of that. All of your previous statements? Okay. Yeah, also, the Wall Street Journal is claiming that Cohen is going to talk about how Trump would uh, increase or lower his net worth to benefit him tax-wise. Sure. Okay. Right. You but, know. Yeah. Exaggerate or or try to soft pedal the value of real estate to avoid yeah. paying yeah, think, high property taxes. Um. Mm, me too. <laughs> I think that's yeah. Yeah. Who calls the state and says, "Hey, I'm I'm sorry, I've got to stop you here. You appraised my house at you know whatever six hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It's it's worth at least seven fifty. I'd like to be taxed more." And then you're going to have the Republicans absolutely trying to shred his credibility. So you lied about this, right? You lied there. You're under oath there, right? Yeah, the line. Well, you're lying now. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are, you lying liar. There's going to be a lot of that. And there, that is a problem. Sure. <sighs> That'll be exciting. Says who? So we'll, we'll air a lot of that. Tomorrow. Says everybody. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, what is he hoping for, though? Cohen? Yeah. What is, what is his best outcome? He's already been sentenced to jail. He, was he subpoenaed to testify? Yeah. Okay, so, so he has to. But, but you know, but why, why would he be loaded for bear the way he seems to be? What vengeance? Is, is just personal vengeance? animus? Okay, I thought those kind of people were too, too, uh, too um, serpent-like to ever worry about vengeance. It's all about what's in their best interest. I just wondered uh, how this serves him. I don't know. I don't know. It might be just vengeance. You might just be mad at the guy for uh, turning on him, calling him dumb and all that sort of stuff. Sure. Uh, it doesn't make me happy. I get called dumb a lot. I don't enjoy it. <laughs> Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, putting doggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm in here laughing. I'm watching uh, Donald Trump. He just arrived in Vietnam, and they handed him some flowers. He looked at him for like a second, and he, <laughs> he looks to his aide and goes, here, you take these. <laughs> Just sort of like, yeah, I don't need these. Get, get these out of here. <laughs> That's a very Trump-like thing to do. It's the way I feel about that sort of thing. Yeah, great. But it was funny. They, you could tell that they were all happy and all, and all. Oh, here you go, Mr. President. Yeah, he's not much for pageant, that kind of no. pageantry, which is funny from a guy who ran the Miss Universe pageant. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> he's not much into that kind of, and I'm not either. I mean, what, what, had, what am I supposed to do with these? I like is a this, nice bouquet. Is this a thing? Here, t- take this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I'll carry him around for like 30 seconds. <laughs> he literally seconds. had them in his hand for about five seconds and then right. hands them to an aide and goes, yeah, get rid of these. Hilarious. I think right. we're about to see that moment ourselves. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Got a bit of a let's make a deal. Do you guys want to hear about a feud in the beer business? Or, much like the popular game show, would you like to take the mystery box? <laughs> you see, Jack, there's been a package sent uh, addressed to Positive Sean and Jack. So I don't know who, which one of us should open this. But I so you're, you're officially a click then. You're officially a subset, hmm? Yeah, uh, I guess. A wing of the party. Oh, well, okay. Uh, the so, two of you. <laughs> oh, uh, some some jealousy, perhaps. Well, I don't, does no, it? Uh, not it's really. not meowing, is it? <laughs> no, it does. So it's not, it's not time sensitive. The classic. It, it's not. Or maybe it was meowing. time sensitive. There's no air holes in the box, <laughs> uh, which could be a good thing or a very bad thing. Um, uh, but yeah, so we have this, or I can tell you about the beer feud. I the would choice like, is yours. I would like to briefly hear about the beer feud. So, briefly, look at the clock. 
So uh, beer consumption has been down the past 20 or so years, uh, and there was talks of them getting together to do a an industry-wide ad campaign to kind of just raise the tide of beer. I like uh, that idea. A la the Got Milk campaign. Mm. But then Budweiser went and had to do their corn syrup commercial, right. and that's created a bit of a rift between some of the heavyweights, and they're possibly sabotaging the this industry-wide push. And I love pettiness that brings everybody down together. So all your 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 old timey beers, your buds, your Millers, your Coors Lights, we're going to get together. That hey, why'd you say that hurtful stuff about us during the Super Bowl? Like Cohen and Trump. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. There's Marshall, Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. Here's the Trump getting oh, the flowers. There he is. I had my stopwatch oh, on my watch. Cut away. Oh, they cut away. Oh, I was going to time exactly how long he had the bouquet. <laughs> no oh, sense of showbiz. Oh, what with my cheap plastic watch? Oh, what are you boy. giving me these flowers for? How are you, Marshall? I suffered another injury. I'm suffering from clicking knee now from my rigorous training for nine push-ups in a row on May 9th. Yeah, now when I walk, my knee clicks. My it right is knee literally clicks. impossible to injure your knee doing push-ups. Uh, not I'm calling bulldog on that. Do, no, not when you're doing the strenuous baby push-ups. Because oh. you're on your knees and you're doing this. What are you, on hot coals? I'm telling you, it's impossible. They well, used to be called girl push-ups, now, but we decided that's uh, not fair. No, yeah, it's now, 2019 now. Exactly. I need to make an appointment to go see a bone specialist to make sure that this is all right. But, your knee clicks when you walk? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, we'll know you're coming. That's, handy. Well, that's true. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's a, if a doctor knows what that means, you know, maybe email him or something. I'm Jack Armstrong. He, Joe Getty, on this uh, Tuesday, February 26th, the year 2019, where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then, let's begin officially according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go. Holding a summit with the truth at Mark. There's a knee-jerk reaction to suggest that we should be transparent about what we do in government, but there are a lot of reasons not to be transparent about what we do in government. Why? Well, he's a, he's a lawyer. He's not a politician. This has uh, become a big story in the last 24 hours. Terribly handled politically. He's absolutely 100% right, but terribly handled politically from, uh, there's Trump getting the flowers. Yeah, okay, those are nice. Thanks for that. Four one thousand. Take four those. Four seconds. <laughs> take those. Four you? seconds. I'm hey, get wa- rid of these. I'm uh, not walking around with these like an idiot. <laughs> Anyway, we'll talk about that. What's uh, what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, Trump, Kim, all aboard for the summit. Transparency? What transparency? See, that's the, that's the wrong... He, why did he use that word? That yes. was the stupid way to present yeah. this. Yeah, Deputy Attorney you General... You agree with him 100%, but the way he presented it, nobody agrees with him. Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein's comments, and what do Americans plan to do about all those tech companies mining their data? The answer may surprise you. Coming up. They need more people that are in media, right? Writing their comments. I could have written a comment that would have been way better for Rosenstein. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, maybe we're better off, though, with less slick, with more fumbling. You know? Keep our eye on them. Accuracy is not slick. He was inaccurate. Mm. What are, uh... Jack will be coming to the defense of the obviously totalitarian Rod Rosenstein. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. It's good. Some nice thoughts and a good freedom-loving quote of the day. And, uh, oh, a reminder of something we need to do. I appreciate uh, I appreciate the person writing in. Okay. They've given us a sacred duty. And I, like the knights of old, I, Joe Getty, will don the armor and take on that duty. Fantastic. So we're watching Trump and Kim live in North Korea, or in uh, Vietnam, rather, doing their thing. And uh, we'll keep you updated all day long. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. 
Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. Of the nation. Strong and Getty Show. A comment from the former attor- acting attorney general that had the Trump hating media exploding all day long yesterday in, re- in Marshall's news coming up. And uh, tomorrow we're going to hear lies, racism, and cheating out of Cohen, who's going to testify against the president. Oh, goody. An exciting 48 hours. Yeah, I don't know how. I I just read like the first paragraph, but the Wall Street Journal has the whole list of things the guy's going to say. Uh, just a very thumbnail sketch. They didn't get, He didn't give much. But lies, racism, and cheating. And he says he's got all kinds of like racist jokes that Trump... Can you imagine if you had somebody you've known for 30 years is going to come on the stand and repeat every sarcastic or over-the-top edgy joke you attempted to make over 30 years? And in serious tones. That would be unfortunate. <laughs> it would be unfortunate for almost everyone. Yes. Yes. Of every color, hue, and nationality, religion. Yeah. Well, yeah. But but we all get to sit in judgment. And, and well, and Cohen is Cohen. I mean, that's a special case, too. Plus, you get to make it up if you want to, because right. who's going to say you're right. not making it up? No, we have proof that he didn't make a joke about two priests and a rabbi on <laughs> right. June of... <laughs> 2003. <laughs> mailbag. You can write in, don't you know? Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. That's mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. It's your freedom loving quote of the day passed along by Ian from Tijuana. You can do that too if you come across a great freedom loving quote. You want to send it? I like being free. That's my freedom loving quote of the day. That's a good one. Herbert Spencer said this. I don't know who Herbert Spencer was. I was too uh, running too late to, to Google that this one. I know a great Herbert Spencer quote. Really? Yeah. We See wanna... if this is it. The ultimate result of shielding men from the effects of folly is to fill the world with fools. The Armstrong and Getty version of that for years and years was stupid should hurt. You design a society where bad decisions don't cost anybody anything, you'll get more bad decisions. He came up, Socialism. He came up with the phrase contempt prior to investigation, which is a shield against all learning mm. or changing your mind. Wow. Contempt prior to investigation, which a lot That's of people good. engage in. You make yeah. up your mind ahead of time, and then you just will refuse to let any more information in. Right. Yeah, absolutely. We see a lot of that these days. Uh, my favorite version of that is the, the literal meaning of prejudice. Uh, pre-Judas, to pre-judge. Um, you get a lot of that. And, and, you know, I think that's a handy term. I hate, hate, hate the term reverse racism. It's just dumb. It's lax understanding and imagination. Never use it again. But the term prejudice is great. The idea that we don't have to listen to you because you're a white guy or a black guy or whatever. That's prejudice. We need to use that term more. Positive, Sean? I'm amazed at how many great thinkers there were pre-internet. <laughs> Like, where'd they get all this stuff from? They had a lot of time. Their brains. Uh, here is the task that we have been tasked with. It's uh, first initial B. Uh, guys, please keep talking about the University of California at Berkeley Police Department. Failure to name the guy who slugged the conservative kid last week. Beat him down. And to give any details about the matter, mainstream media and its allies in government are trying to bury it. We cannot let them. As a Cal alum, I'm disgusted. 
I have been for a good while now, but it has reached a new low. Hey, uh, whenever the cop shop in Berkeley opens up, um, Hanson, let's call and, and ask for a statement. A statement on the progress of the case. It's absolutely horrifying. They got all kinds of video from a whole bunch of different angles of this dude. How have they not found him in oh, five days or how long? College not campus. Trying. They know who he is. Somebody knows who he is. You care about real violence? You reporters. You reporters who reported on the Jussie Smollett thing. Here's real political violence. Here's real. The guy was screaming uh, racial epithets, too, or, or accusations of racism. This is hot. Media, where are you? Oh, it's not the kind you like, though. It's not the narrative you like to promote. On a lighter note, here's uh, Ricky. Jack Joe, thank you for playing that audio of Roseanne Barr going off on AOK, AOC. She looks like a realtor. She got them realtor eyes. She's I, got realtor eyes. Oh, yeah, she got them. Bug-eyed bee. Yep. I had this realtor once. There was something about her. At first, I thought she had a hungry eyes. Then I thought, that isn't quite right. At that point, I determined she might have Betty Davis eyes. But <laughs> that, too, is not a perfect fit. It's bugged me this whole time until Roseanne, in her words of wisdom, I finally realized those were realtor eyes. I yeah. can always tell by realtor eyes. She got them. Oh, she got them. Yeah, she got them. Keep playing badass crazy people, <laughs> saying badass crazy stuff. That's Ricky the Bricky. That's a good good nickname you got there, Rick. Uh, let's see. Uh, Vic in Reno wants to know, uh, who's going to work first, Jussie Smollett or Laura Logan? Power brokers in Hollywood and L.A. say he was just misguided and overenthusiastic, but he's on the, quote, right side of history. Not like that awful Laura Logan who people are suspecting might be something like sort of a conservative. Even though she denies it. Who will work first? Interesting question. White House is out with a statement laughable that anyone that would take a convicted liar like Cohen at his word. Trying to get ahead of whatever Cohen's going to say tomorrow. Marshall's got more on that coming up in his news. It's going to be a heck of a news day, man. Too much. (laughs) Need the government to regulate the news. Imagine being Trump and dealing with all that all day long. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So 20-some million people watched the Oscars Sunday night? Man, that is a huge drop-off from back in the day. Remember when it was like 60-some million would watch it? Sure, and a billion watching worldwide, they tell us. It was up some 15 or so percent from the previous year. It's still the second lowest Oscars ever. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, they got problems. 20 some million. And as recently as like mid two thousands, it was 40 some million. So that's wow. how much it's dropped off in that period of time. <laughs> well, as soon as it turned political and it became a, oh, okay. It's one of those deals. A lecture. Right. right. We got this note from Tony. Guys, you got to see the green book. It was excellent story, acting, directing. Saw almost all of the movies and was pulling for green book for the best movie. Worth the mm. time. I hate to hear you diss a movie without... Having seen it. Well, no. well, come on, Tony. Don't tell me how to do my job. Uh, <laughs> secondly, secondly, I'm judging by your name. You're white. You're not woke enough. Not woke enough. 
You don't get to say whether you liked a movie. That was the point of the criticism. Not that we agreed with. I don't. How could I agree with it? I haven't seen it. Right. I kind of get what they were driving at. I, I could easily see the movie though and think, what were they talking about? Who knows? I don't. know. Oh, it's absolutely true. Right. It yeah. seems that the, uh, even more than race, one of the bigger dividing lines on whether this was good or not is age. Oh like, really? Yeah, old people, like quote unquote older people, really seem to think, no, this is this was great, this feel hmm. good, this is fantastic, and all the, it's all the youth that are like, this is ridiculous and insulting, and etc. Let's get to no, the no, off. Yeah, that. Let's get to the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, President Trump's in Hanoi, Vietnam, getting off Air Force One, greeting officials, red carpet rolled out, soldiers lined up at attention as Trump walked down the stairs and began shaking the hands of all those who were there to greet him on the tarmac. Trump arriving in Hanoi, where it is Tuesday evening, hours after North Korean leader Kim Jong-un arrived in the Vietnamese capital by customized armored train and limousine for their second summit. President Trump hoping to Traveled convince... Traveled 2,500 miles in a train that goes 35 miles an hour. Brr. Be like going clear across the country in a really slow train. <laughs> President Trump hoping to convince Kim of the advantages for his country if they give up their nuclear arsenal. We want denuclearization, and I think he'll have a country that will set a lot of records for speed in terms of an economy. You know, I find the criticism of the president's uh, declaration of emergency to be pretty legitimate. There are reasonable differences of opinion there, and the Democrats don't like it, partly because he's a Republican, but some of the points they're making, it'll be tried in the courts, and we'll all make a decision. I find most of, 95 percent of the criticism of trump's efforts in north korea to be disingenuous oh, absolutely and phony absolutely yeah. it's just because you don't like trump right. i mean it's just ridiculous it's no it's not a guaranteed success yes it's difficult no the first one didn't result in concrete deliverables neither has anything else and when they did they were illusory the north koreans right. cheated immediately this is an effort to engage over the long term Build a relationship, entice them into opening their economy, which could conceivably make them more of a more interconnected with the world around them and make them less of a risk. It strikes me as a, a hardcore realist's effort at getting something done. Almost all the coverage comes down to Trump too, a discussion of him. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. I, you it know, really is Trump derangement syndrome for the whole country. Right. Can't discuss Pro any issue. Can't discuss any issue, not even because Trump's involved. He's the negotiator. But right. whether or not it helps or hurts Trump, that's mm-hmm. what it always comes down to. Right. Does this help or hurt him politically? Not the results of anything, which is not so. Right. But if you look at what Carter tried to do. And and Clinton and and both of the the Bushes, this all of our presidents through the years, there have been a number of different approaches tried, and and who supports what switches back and forth depending on what party's in power, and it's just it's just dumb. I don't know. I'm just tired of it. Sure, the rallying cry for a lot of Americans has been the notion of transparency in government, but if you ask Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, government transparency isn't always a good thing. There's a knee-jerk reaction to suggest that we should be transparent about what we do in government, but there are a lot of reasons not to be transparent about what we do in government. Just because the government collects information doesn't mean that information is accurate, and it can be really misleading if you're overly transparent about information that the government collects. Such a mistake for him to use the term government transparency, because that's a buzzword, and everybody's in favor of government transparency. 
if he would have left that out of it and talked about pr- protecting innocent citizens against their government, right? which is what he's talking about. In other words, if I'm inv- investigated for something horrible, like, say, child porn, they think I'm involved in child porn, sort of right. thing that would ruin your life. They get all my web information. They get all my tax information. They start listening to my phone calls. Then they decide, you know what? We're wrong. He, he's not involved in that. I ask, don't know. Somehow we are wrong. Peter Townsend of the Who how that worked. We're wrong. He's not involved in child porn. But then they go ahead and release all my web history, all my tax information, right. and my phone calls, even though I was innocent. Right. That's what he's talking about. You don't get to release the information if you don't charge somebody. Right. So he's saying that if they don't find enough to charge Trump, they shouldn't release all this information that they've gathered I on think him. You get one hundred percent agreement on that. Exactly a good policy. Exactly the same policy. It's actually the policy. Now the right. argument from Adam Schiff, and he's got a very good point. That's not what they did with Hillary. Lamo Comey, who's a crazy person. Came forward and listed all this stuff that Hillary did wrong, then put out the papers with the details behind it and said, but we're not charging her with anything, which was exactly against the FBI rules and regulations and the wrong way to handle it. Well, I'm sorry. I've got to offer a counterpoint to what you just said. I really enjoyed it when he did that. (laughs) But that was just so wrong. And and so now the arguments being made by Adam Schiff, look, you did it to Hillary. You're going to do it to Trump. Now, other people are Alan Dershowitz, others. Joe Scarborough said this morning, and he is absolutely right. He said, two wrongs don't make a right. Does anybody remember that? It was bad when Comey did it. And well, would be Comey's bad if now did, a hero of the left again. It would be bad if they did it now. If they're not going to charge Trump with something, you don't release all this information. That's not the way it's supposed no, to work. No, absolutely not. What oh, a nightmare oh, we, that would we be. Would Can have, you imagine? We couldn't have a, a legal system at all. If all you had to do is charge somebody, gather information, then you could release it. And then ruin it. them. Yeah, and then ruin them. Right. Um, so that's what the argument is about. So Alan Dershowitz from Harvard Law, right. he's saying, look, all this stuff is going to come out. It shouldn't, but it's all going to come out. But if you're not going to charge him with something, you have to allow them to have a response. If you're going to dump all this info all of a sudden on the country, you got to let them have a response to, to, to put it in some sort of context. Yeah. And you should do it at the same time. Other right. people don't agree with it. But that's what he's talking about, Ugh. government transparency. Goodness it's not trans. It's not government transparency if they release information that was collected against you when there was no crime. Right. You know, I'm reminded of the uh, exchange Marshall had with the Census Bureau and the Department of Commerce, where he was asking to interview uh, one of the people about various aspects of the census. Right. And they said, sorry, we don't have a, what was the acronym? SME. Uh, 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 we don't have an SME. Yeah. And this, uh, that's it. Sorry. No explanation of what that is or <laughs> right. what it means. Mark Zuckerberg had to go Googling it around to find out it's, a, it's, a, it's, spe- it's an expert in, in specific policy, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can't remember the letters, much right. less what it stood for, but just throwing around these acronyms, it's just that's the way you get in government. With absolutely no concept of the way regular humans see life and or the government. Right. And I do find it very that entertaining. That was ham-handed. Oh. I, I do find it very entertaining when we are paying your salary to be the public information officer, and oh, yeah. all you can tell me is we don't have any information for you. Yeah. Well, Unbelievable. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Come here, Squawky. <laughs> Yeah, that was a terrible explanation of that concept. Well, if you, I, well, he's not a politician. Saying the phrase out loud, government transparency sometimes is a bad thing, is not going to play. That's going to be edited down to that. And it just doesn't work.
How are they all so bad at this? I don't know. You, you, he needed to say, you don't want to live in a world where innocent people get charged with things and all their personal information gets released, even if they're innocent. Everybody would agree with that. My people have been the object, the subject, the target of a slander again. My people being Neanderthals. We'll uh, disabuse you of your stereotypes in a moment or three. Oh, plus we have news on that terrible attack of a young man on the UC Berkeley campus. Some of what Cohen is uh, its being claimed he's going to testify tomorrow is uh, going to be damaging. He's a liar. White House is trying to get ahead of it, but we can tell you what the Wall Street Journal has learned. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Pretty big headline today. Cohen to testify that Trump engaged in criminal conduct while in office. That's according to the Wall Street Journal. He is going to talk about um, some of Trump's uh, paying off Stormy Daniels and that sort of stuff while in office. I don't think much of I don't think that much of America outside of people already hate Trump care about that. Um, Mr. Cohen is also expected to recount racist remarks Mr. Trump allegedly made to him over their 30-year friendship. Oh, God, that's problematic. Uh, In which Mr. Trump allegedly questioned the intelligence of African-Americans and criticized their lifestyle choices, the person said. Um, uh, Specific African-Americans? Groups of all African-Americans? Cohen will say he witnessed... I mean, I've criticized the lifestyle choices of all sorts of different people. Cohen will say he witnessed lies, racism, and cheating by Mr. Trump. The White House has responded already this morning. It's pathetic that Cohen is being given another opportunity to spread his lies. That is a problem you always have with somebody who's a convicted liar. But people... Which is why you don't lie, kids. Right, but but sometimes liars get caught and then finally tell the truth. I always use the Jose Canseco steroids and baseball example. He, he broke that whole thing wide open when he finally... The jig was up. Uh, similar to some people in the bicycling steroids. You've got McCabe being taken seriously now that he's anti-Trump, even though he's a convicted liar, lost his job over being a liar, lying right. under oath. Right. And they take his story seriously. And now you got Cohen, who is a convicted liar and going to go to jail. He'll be taken seriously by people who want to take him seriously tomorrow. Right. Right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be exciting, though. It is going to be bombastic. Exciting, disgusting, divisive. He can claim anything. Over a 30-year friendship? And one time we were sitting around and he said, (laughs) and even if you're Trump, we passed by a group of black guys in the street and he said, yeah, okay. And Trump could think, I I have no idea. I may have. Maybe I didn't. I don't. I could be completely made up. sound like me, I I don't know. (laughs) 30 years ago. A number of people are sending this to me, Joe Getty, because when I did my 23andMe testing, I found I was in the 99th percentile for most Neanderthal DNA. That's 99% one, two, Neanderthal. Three. Right, and that's why that's, we... That's not exactly what they said, Sean. And that, that clip we play right there, Michael, uh, just played. Can you play that again? One, two, three. That's what scientists think Neanderthals sounded like because of the way their nasal cavity is uh, shaped. Although, wasn't that... That was like... <sighs> But what was the ultimate clip? Because the ultimate one was what they thought Neanderthals would would sound like. Well, you're the it? you're the Neanderthal. 
There you go. There you go. That sounds a little like me when I'm frustrated. Well, and I've got an, an I've got an, an and I have an enormous head. Well, they probably didn't say one, two, three. They probably didn't use Arabic numbers speaking in English. Oh no, seems unlikely. Bear, bear, antelope were the things we would say. Bird, bird, bird. bird. Jack, Wait did you say bird, bird, antelope? We keep Joe in a cage bear. actually because we're he broadcasts from a cage. And we throw him like chunks of raw meat. Well, he doesn't know his own strength. That's it's... not very woke. Neanderthals, so a bunch of people have sent this to me. Neanderthals did not have hunched backs. New study on ancient spine shows uh, their posture much like modern humans. Who was trafficking in the horrific stereotype that my people were hunchbacked? I have told this story before. It's fascinating. The, the, the Neanderthals having quite a comeback in world history. So this guy... So this guy in the 1800s, I think, who is actually a racist in that he believed black people uh, were not very smart, he was a a researcher and he found that Neanderthal skulls were very similarly shaped in his mind to black people. And because black people were not very smart, he wrote a long paper saying Neanderthals were obviously not very smart. That's where all of the, all the everything about Neanderthals comes from is right. that one racist dude right. 150 years ago. There's no evidence. In fact, there's plenty of evidence to the contrary that they actually had bigger brains and were quite possibly smarter than Homo sapiens. The, uh, the problem was that they needed so much energy with their big giant head and big giant brain that they just couldn't get enough food and didn't survive. That's the current theory. Yeah, the difference between Neanderthals and Homo sapiens was a lot closer to, like, uh, uh, Labrador retrievers and another kind of retriever. It wasn't like some sort of weird, giant-headed, groaning, hunchbacked, bizarro creature. It was a close close relative of you people. But Neanderthals have been portrayed as stupid you and brutish. People. <laughs> yes, you heard me. Neanderthals have been portrayed as stupid and brutish. Not that it hurts their feelings. There aren't many around other than when you. When the truth is, I'm only brutish. Present con- <laughs> company accepted. Um, for no good reason. Just some dumb racist researcher. Yeah, isn't that something? It that, is And something. there are a number of popular beliefs that have similar uh, origins. They are based on something in the pre-modern scientific era that just kind of you know, came into general currency. Right. They don't leap to mind right now because all I can think about is is tearing apart the flesh of an antelope, <laughs> dragging a woman off by her hair. Right, right, and and and, and breeding. Uh, but anyway, so thank you for sending me that article. I didn't think we were hunchbacked. Take a look at me. Another request of me. Is this uh, real racism or social justice warrior fake job? Everybody knows I'm on a hot streak after calling the Jussie Smollett story immediately. <laughs> a hot streak. Immediately. God, I, show, I saw a show the other day. Um, uh, it was on Fox. It was Greg Gutfeld's show. But he had his panel. Have you ever seen a show? It's kind of like The Tonight Show. He sits behind a desk, tells some jokes, has guests mm-hmm. on the weekends. But anyway, um, he uh, he had a whole bunch of people on journalists. And they said, did anybody, did it, who thought this was phony the first time you heard it? And everybody raised their hand. He said, so we all thought it was phony the first time we heard how did the media take it so seriously for so long and some people still are yeah <laughs> I mean, was there a uh, cogent answer to that question well not well, uh, yeah everybody agreed it was just because it was so handy wow wow i, I just read a great piece by a canadian if you can imagine that speaking of you know large heads and uh, brutish um brilliant about uh, uh journalistic tribalism that's terrific I, i'll share some of it with you in a little bit 
Uh, New York uh, City Police Department Hate Crimes Task Force is investigating Nazi drawings found Friday morning in an elementary school in Queens. Dozens of swastikas, a Nazi eagle in the world, uh, words, Hail Hitler, sick, um, not Heil, but Hail, were found drawn in chalk. Of course, the direct translation of Heil is Hail, so I'm not sure that's a mistake. Uh, councilwoman, you'll never remember her name, so why bother, told CNN they've received her. Uh, so the coppers are investigating it. Horrible, just horrible, exceptionally scary. This has to stop. There's no question about it being a hate crime. Uh, that is interesting. Uh, New York City, site of a great deal of anti-Semitism. Uh, here's a hammer and sickle with no Jews allowed written in there. Um, I'm saying stupid, misguided kids. <sighs> what age is Probably this? not. Well, it's an elementary school. It could be pretty. somebody coming onto the campus, though. Right. But it'd be pretty young kids if it was the kids. Right, right. The drawing's pretty good for elementary schoolers. Like, too good. Um, of the hammer and sickle, for instance. Um, so is it ant- actual uh, anti-Semites? Big problem in New York coming onto a school campus. Well, you'd have to be a kid who grows up in a household where you see hammer and sickle regularly. Also, my kids wouldn't recognize that symbol, I don't think. Well, you know, you ought to know it. If our education system is functioning. At some point, I don't know. You're distracting First me. First grade is when You're I get d- into I'm it. I'm trying to concentrate. <laughs> so is this social justice warriors trying to fake up anti-Semitism for attention or real anti-Semitism? This one's tough. This one's really, really tough. I've got to say fake. Mm. I'm thinking it's fake social justice warrior... Uh, you don't believe anybody. Job. No, that's not true. Um, just, just dismissive of everyone's claims. This one's tough. I tell you what, I was you Neanderthals. I was listening. Don't anger me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let me out of this One, cage. One, two, three. <laughs> um, heard uh, Tony Blair talking about the now rampant anti-Semitism in the Labor Party in Britain, which is causing a number of people to quit the Labor Party. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Nobody's uttering the uh, the uh, I word though. In discussing it, nobody's willing to say Islam mm. is the major cause of it. Mm. We'll talk about that, among other controversial topics. Trump's in Vietnam <laughs> while Cohen's going to be testifying. Wow, all happening at the same time. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> 